0: It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. I don't hate Negroes, said my Aunt Marjorie. You say, she was... Responding to my question, which was, why do you hate black people? I was just 10 years old at the time. I probably shouldn't have been in the room with the adults who were just chatting away one Sunday afternoon. But they didn't know how to get rid of me without looking like they thought kids sucked. So I just sat quietly for a while until something simmered up inside me. Then I would challenge. I explained to Auntie that the black man in America isn't any more well-received in Ohio, which was our home, than he was in Dixie. Oh, she didn't like that at all. Matter of fact, the seven adults that were sitting around surrounding me seemed to either disagree, feel total disinterest, or wished I would just disappear. She followed her proclamation of not hating Negroes by saying, you're just a little boy and you don't know what you're talking about. This statement from Aunt Marjorie garnered garnered some grumbles of approval from those who were gathered, except for one, my Uncle Roy. Out of nowhere, he piped up and said, You know, I agree with Jonathan. See, I was Jonathan. He was agreeing with me. I just about wet my pants. There was a smile on my face that sprouted, nearly leaping and dancing its way across the room. God, it just felt so good to be agreed with. He agreed. And because he agreed, now check this out. The whole conversation in the room changed, and here's why. Most of the people in that area just tolerated me because I was their brother's son, but they did not like me one little bit. But everybody, I'm saying everybody liked Uncle Roy. So from that position of likability and confidence and commonality, he fell in favor. So he was able to speak agreement. Before you knew it, through conversation, conversation, several people ended up agreeing with Uncle Roy and, by default, agreeing with me. They would never have just agreed with me, because they, they thought I was funky and pukey. But Uncle Roy was different. He he walked with a profile of courage and respectability. Sometimes we just think that our opinion is going to be able to be larger and more powerful than our integrity. But when you come to Earth, when you come to Earth, one of the things you need to understand is that the Earth is a place of agreement. Science and Mother Nature may have their differences, but they always work them out, usually by the end of the day. Humanity may bitch about Mother Nature, but eventually the smart humans understand That she is our mother, here to teach us how things work while we spend our time, however long it is, living on this planet. Agreement is what changes ideas into realities. It's what takes hope and makes faith. And then the faith turns to love. And it is the love that becomes the action. Agreement is what squirts the oil among us all and keeps our human engine here on earth purring. But agreement never happens if we insist on finding our own path and not respecting what's already happened on this earth before we came and giving honor to those humans who are here with us. I I find it's easier to agree with people who are agreeable. Don't you think? I find it easier to agree with people who give a damn about me. I find it easier to agree with people who keep a sense of humor about the fact that they're not in control of everything, and therefore know there's much to learn from others i've come to the conclusion that I, there are four i mean fours right four things that keep us from agreement and without agreement there's not accomplishment what you have without agreement is effort But without agreement, there's no accomplishment. So this is serious stuff. Agreement is so powerful that the good book tells us it only takes two of us. Count them, one, two. Two of us agreeing to see something accomplished. That's unbelievable. Agreement is so essential that during the creation story, God, who certainly could have claimed individual authority, kept using the pronoun, we. We shall make man in our own image. I don't know if there's much that Father and Son will do without the Holy Spirit. And it's even, I have to ask if it's even possible for the Son and the Spirit to agree to be disagreeable with the Father. Yet, for some reason, we, people, want to live this life, work our society, and use our government on this hair trigger of disagreement. We even brag about it. We agree to disagree. It's in the disagreement we get the great debate of American politics all hogwash. And we wonder why things don't work. Someone recently asked me, they said, what would you do if you ran for president? And I said, well, that's, that's easy. I'd find out who I was running against and tell the voters every single thing I agreed with that he or she had said or done. Yet today, when our candidates are asked that same question to name one thing that their opponent has done that's good, They giggle and say something silly. Foolishness, ridiculous. If you can't find something good that your adversary has done, you're not on the path to reconciliation, obviously. And therefore, we'll never discover the power of agreement that makes this world work. How do we block agreement? How how do we, what is it that blocks us agreeing with each other? Number one, worry. Yeah, if you're going to create agreement, you're going to have to have no worry. Worry is, is that sticky glue that attaches itself to our emotions that will not allow us to think, feel, or do anything else but act frantically concerned. If you've ever been in a meeting trying to plan a project, it only takes one person who is worried. Did you get that? One person who's worried. Maybe about the cost or worried about failure to shut the whole thing down. It only takes one complainer to silence a room full of praisers. Because worry is sticky. It clings to our emotions, making us tentative, (sighs) fragile, unsure of ourselves. If you're going to be in agreement, you must stop worrying. Getting rid of worry allows your emotions to hear answers and to feel relief instead of grasping, grasping out there at your worry points, those worry points, hoping that in doing so, you'll be the one in the room who will appear mature and careful. Once you get rid of worry, I think the next thing, you got to get rid of religion. Now, I did not say faith, so don't don't go out there and say that "Mm, he's against God. I didn't say anything like that. Get rid of religion. Religion exists on this planet to keep us from agreeing with each other. How does it do that? See, just one little turn of a Bible verse will cause one group of people to think, They have to leave another group of people, or otherwise, their faith is not pure. It's just so bizarre. I remember as a kid with the issue of baptism. The church I went to immersed people, so when they heard about people getting sprinkled or pouring water over babies and stuff, they just got so angry and sarcastic. What difference does it make? What difference does it make in the long run if you really think that God is going to be concerned about how you got wet instead of why you got wet? You're completely and totally missing the point. So where do we go? How do we understand to overcome this craziness of just deciding to take religion and let it rule and reign, pretending, here's, here's the problem, pretending that we are doing something truly spiritual in the process of achieving it. Agreement works on earth, it's essential. It's, it's essential. but we must have no religion because it attaches to our spirits and all it does is make us puffy and self-righteous. Can I give you a third thing here? Because if you want to have agreement and have people join together, you've got to get rid of opinions. Oh, oh my God. Op- opinions. They attach to our brains and they suck out the will to think anything new because then we find ourselves spending time coming up with reasons to defend our opinions. Our brains become storage areas for already established ideas. Here's how I become a better earthling. I become a better human And I already myself seek agreement when I cease to believe it's necessary for me to have an opinion. I don't have to have an opinion. Every time I can turn to a room of people and say, I have no opinion on that, I feel like my soul has flown to the moon because opinions turn your brain into cement. I think the final thing that keeps us from agreement is how demanding we are. I don't think there's anything wrong with making requests or letting your desires and yearnings be known. But when you start making demands on other people, In no time at all, you find yourself an outsider, convinced you're better than everybody else. I don't know how successful we are in our prayer life of making demands. Instead of making petitions, open to the idea there might be something better. We need agreement. Don't listen to what the the pundits and the candidates are saying. It just, it isn't as good as we think to disagree. Matter of fact, it just may be the worst thing in the world. It is barely tolerable to do so when you're in the process of relinquishing what's wrong and replacing it with what's right. So if you want to join the earth and be part of the agreement that is in every fiber of everything, then you have to address your whole being, heart, soul, mind, and strength and join hands with your friends on the planet to see things done. Hello, my name is Sodium. Well, glad to meet you, Sodium. My name's Chlorine. Laureen well that's kind of scary I know but I thought maybe you and me we could get together and I wouldn't be quite so frightening and you wouldn't be quite so insipid if you don't mind me saying so well uh, I guess not so you're saying if uh, we got together um, you think we could come to an agreement and something good would come of it. I can almost promise you that if you sodium and me chlorine will just pull down our walls and blend I bet we could become the salt of the earth. Well, the good news is, if you have no worry, your heart will open up to agreement. And if you have no religion, your spirit will soar to the heavens. And the better news is, if you have no opinion, your brain begins to work again. And if you have no demands, you can bring your whole self and join in to let the agreement you found change the world. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.